Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from our Facebook group. If you'd like to be in our Facebook group, come join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash What Fresh Hellcast, or you can always search What Fresh Hell Podcast Group great group of moms and some dads and some non-parents giving advice, asking questions. It's just a great resource. We love it at the Facebook group. Here's the question. Boy moms, help. The fighting, the yelling, the running, the hitting, the jumping, the climbing. I have a four and a half year old and a three year old and a newborn girl. Any advice or tips? We try to set hands off playing. And if you can't play safely, then you can't play together rules. We try to separate them to different levels of the house when it gets out of hand. Or we say any running needs to happen outside, but it's difficult to execute when I'm home alone, which is often with all three. I know this behavior is normal to a point, but there are many days where one or both go to school with scratches on their face or body. I am worried we're going to get services called on us. How do you handle it? Um, so I have boys very closely spaced. So I have kids who are 18 months apart, two boys. And I have found that the answer to solving roughhousing is more roughhousing. I think that roughhousing generally is good for kids. There are plenty of studies and experts who will agree with this, but I am going to point you specifically to an article in the Washington Post from Jessica Wozinski-Fleming called Roughhousing is Good for Kids and How to Keep It Safe. So this is the key thing. I had an ex-boyfriend who had grown up in a different country, and he told me when we were dating before I had kids that there was a boxing ring in the center of their school and that whenever the kids, the boys, got into fights, they would give them boxing gloves and let them box. (laughs) And I thought that's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. And he said basically they were so busy swinging at each other that they got tired out before anyone ever really landed a punch because the boxing gloves were like, you know, big kid boxing gloves, which weigh whatever, seven or eight pounds each. So I think that roughhousing physical play is really powerful for kids and should be encouraged. There is a book that you might want to look at that is cited in the Washington Post article by Lawrence Cohen, 
who is the author of Playful Parenting and the co-author of The Art of Rough Housing that says that when children wrestle, they're displaying their inner power, not power over others. Accessing the feeling of inner power is essential for children. It teaches them that they have power to control their impulses, speak their minds, and set healthy boundaries. And I should point out, this is not only for boys. My girl is often in the roughhousing mix now with her brothers. And as Cohen says, the sense of power is healthy. It is not male or female. It is human. It also gives kids the touch they crave. Virtually every measure of life success, mental health and physical health is improved by physical touch in childhood and damaged by the lack of it. So we don't always think of roughhousing as physical touch, but it is wrestling and getting your body up against another person's body. It teaches kids how to interact with others and it teaches, and I've said this before on the podcast, lessons about consent. So... We like physical play and we like roughhousing at my house. I often say that my kids' favorite game, and they are now tweens and they are still playing it, is a game called Fight, where they go out on our lawn and they fight with each other. They punch each other, they wrestle, they roll around. Um, There are some rules, though, because if roughhousing isn't safe, people can get really, really hurt. I'm not going to go into a ton of these rules, but it's something you can really Google and look up. Often you can say, you know, you can use your hands on any between shoulders and hips on anybody. Um, So that's a lot of wrestling and grappling. You have to do it in a safe space. You don't want kids doing this, obviously, by windows, sharp corner edges where people get thrown in and really get hurt. So think about the environment where they're roughhousing. The most optimal place to do this is outside. And if you have a baby, I let my boys go out in the backyard. I had a fenced-in yard when I lived in Los Angeles, which did make it easier. But sometimes I would just sit on the back stoop and watch them, and I would let them go pretty far. I will say, I admit, I would probably let them go a lot farther than some other moms would feel comfortable with. And I felt very lucky to have two boys because I probably would have never allowed that with another kid because I wouldn't want to send a bloody kid home to their parents. My kids are, let me be clear, very well matched physically. They're one's bigger and the other one's stronger. And so for them, the wrestling was fun and fair. You have to set rules around it. You have to set time and place. We didn't allow biting, kicking, grabbing around the neck. You know, there were certain things that were not acceptable. And then the biggest rule that I had was stop, stops any game. And so that's not just for wrestling and roughhousing, but in our house, the word stop stops anything from happening. And so I think this is really important to start saying, and you've heard me say before, I love to say to my kids, it's fun to have fun, but you've got to know how. And so if it's not fun for somebody, that person says stop and you immediately stop. Anyone who continues roughhousing with someone after stop is set in my house does get a consequence. They get pulled out of the game. They get sent to sit somewhere else, whatever the consequence is. Um, another thing that I love to do is if it snows or there's leaves, you guys should make yourself a stadium where you can have your fight and they will spend an hour constructing a stadium and then they're pretty tired. 
uh, roughhousing is tiring and it often peters out. And so I find rather than constantly like, stop that, stop pushing, stop wrestling, that I'll say, hey, let's go sit outside. I'll sit on the stoop. You guys can wrestle on the lawn where there's a nice big open area. No biting, no kicking, no hitting each other in the face, no choking each other. And then kind of go for it after that. Another way to control this kind of stuff getting out of hand is to be the referee. Stop. Freeze. Okay, separate. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, everyone back to your quarters. Okay, it starts again. And so they're strategizing and they're figuring it out. And you're overseeing and kind of controlling the roughhousing. You're keeping it safe. You're making sure that everybody is involved, wants to be involved. And then you're kind of letting them play it out. I mean, kids, puppies, animals, tiger cubs have been doing this since the beginning of time. And I would offer you, check out Lawrence Cohen, the book, The Art of Roughhousing. Another book from Francis Carlson called Big Body Play. And yet another book by an author named Perlman, Ignore It, How Selectively Looking the Other Way Can Decrease Behavioral Problems and Increase Parental Satisfaction. I'm going to say my solution to this, less attention more roughhousing. And when your kids go to school bruised and scraped, you just say, yep, my kids love playing outside. I will link to this article in the Washington Post and think about it. Is there room for a little bit more roughhousing in your kids' lives? Thanks so much for listening. You can send your questions to us at info at whatfreshhellpodcast.com or you can always just ask them on our Facebook page and you may hear your question answered in an upcoming episode. Thanks for listening. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. 
We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us 